listing booster allows a loan officer and a real estate agent to co-market and create first generation internet leads directly to themselves off of their own personal listings. So a lot of loan officers and real estate agents will partner up, say, and and pay for Zillow leads, right? Or realtor.com leads. That's a little different. You're both throwing some money at something and leads are just coming to you. And then you got to kind of filter through those leads and see if you can make something happen with them. Whereas Listing Booster doesn't work that way. Listing Booster actually uses the actual listing of the listing agent that the loan officers connect. They've got at least an interest in that property in that region. So more geographically targeted. Yes. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation, Scott Packford here. Today on the show, I have Frank Gary. Frank is the founder of the National Real Estate Post. And we talk about where that show came from, how it's one of the largest news sites for mortgage brokers and loan officers in the US in terms of traffic. They send a couple, 4 million emails a month. And they've got an app now that you can use to follow. And it's a fantastic site that really started with this idea of how do we encourage people who are going through this tough time? This was back in 2007 when the real estate market was bonkers and falling apart. And we also talk about Listing Booster. So Listing Booster is a service that Frank is a partner in, and it basically helps real estate agents who have listings get leads from their listings. Now, usually when you upload your listings onto sites like Zillow, Zillow will use your listings if you're a real estate agent to get leads, and then they sell those leads to you or to someone else. And so Frank's contention is like, hey, look, it's your listing. It should be your lead. And so the service helps mortgage brokers help realtors with this. It's a fantastic concept. And it used to be more of a tech product and it's now moved more into a concierge high touch product because they found they're able to deliver it better and help real estate agents. So hopefully you enjoy this episode. Before we get started though, I want to just chat with you about a workshop that we have called the Perfect Realtor Pitch. So one of the things that real estate agents are really good at and they understand the value of is if they want to get a listing, they need to have a listing presentation. They don't just show up and hope for the best and be, hey, can I sell your house? It's a very low probability chance of success. They have a plan. And so at the Perfect Realtor Pitch, we show you a four-step process to meet with a real estate agent and convert them into a referral partner. And we routinely have people meet with a realtor they've never met before, walk away with a referral or two or three and go, wow, I can't believe the difference in having a plan. So if you want to recruit more realtors, check out perfectrealtorpitch.com and you can check out that workshop there. That's perfectrealtorpitch.com. And thanks so much for checking out this episode. Hey, Frank, welcome to the show. Hey, good to be here, Scott. Thanks. So Frank, you're the co-founder of the National Real Estate Post. You get a lot of traffic with that. And you also have a company called Listing Booster. So I want to hear about the National Real Estate Post and then how that spun off into this new thing that you guys have, or not new, but this service. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Well, the National Real Estate Post used to be called Think Big, Work Small. And we had a show called the TBW's Daily. And this goes back to 2007, back in the... the it's like the, almost pre-YouTube time. Like, it like, actually kind of was. I don't even think Google had bought them yet. And so what wound up happening is there was a crash going on back then, of course, when a huge financial crisis that affected the entire world it happened back then. And through that crash, I was running a mortgage branch and I had about 50 guys and I was trying to communicate with them on, you know, hey, you can do this, man. And don't give up. And uh, long and short of it, I won't get into all the details, but I stumbled on using video, which was pretty primitive at that time. And I wound up shooting a little video every single day and uploading it to YouTube and sending it to my loan officers. Me and my brother were doing it. I wanted to keep it kind of funny, but still helpful. And 
you know, long short of it, it just kind of blew up. It wound up becoming something called the TBWS Daily. My brother stuck around with me for about six months. The first video I shot was July 2nd, 2007. I've been doing it every business day since. And my brother kind of had to leave after about six months. I wound up bringing Brian got connected with me. There's a whole nother story to that, but essentially, I mean, we didn't like each other, but we were brought together by somebody else. And we That's decided great. That, and you guys, how long have you been yeah, together now? 13 years. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to lie. He has half a broken heart with my name tattooed on his right butt cheek. And I have the other half of the broken heart with his name on it on my left butt cheek. And if you stick our butts together, there's a, oh my a heart that goes together that says Frank and Brent. Oh yeah. They thought that was really good oh decision-making. Yeah. At the time, but that happened in Michigan. Yeah. Anyway, long and short of it, we became this thing and we're kind of the OGs of video podcasting or video blogging in the mortgage space anyway, in America. Yeah. And that resulted in, I don't know, we still to this day probably have a couple hundred thousand email, double opted in email subscribers, let alone what we get through just people finding us or whatever. Right. So we've been doing it for 13 years. We still have a lot of fun doing it. We still bring a lot of good value to the industry. And through that process, we're being invited to go speak all around the country or various mortgage events and real estate events and whatever, all kinds of things. And it was kind of a rock star lifestyle for a while. I mean, we were pretty popular and not that we're not anymore. People still love us, but there was certainly a peaking moment. You're like new. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, you know, like 2010 was massive for us, you know, 2010 to 2013 was pretty incredible, but we got burnt out on it too. Like we were traveling three, four times a month all around the country. And it was just, it was insane. Right. Obviously if we had all these mortgage eyeballs that were watching us. So now naturally companies that want to sell something to mortgage people were hitting us up. Like, Hey, uh, you Hey, can you mention my mortgage brokers? Yeah. You seem to be having people. I'm talking to you. Hey, can you talk about my product and whatever? And so we wound up getting some sponsors, wholesale lender, Remen Wholesale in particular. They've been with us since 2010. They've been with us for a long time. I mean, right. or earlier, a really long time. And we've had a handful of other sponsors that have come and gone that have, they pay us money to mention them on the show and have a banner. And that was all good. But the other thing that wound up happening, Scott, is, is that service providers like Listing Booster, somebody's got a product, a loan officer pays monthly for it, and they get some sort of tech piece that helps them create business or whatever, a lot of that came our way. And we dabbled in doing quote unquote rev shares with a couple of them. And we never really enjoyed the rev share thing just because we could see how many people we were sending over there, but we could never really tell like how many of them really bought or that kind of thing. It's very murky. You don't know if you're being treated fairly or honestly. You just don't know. And so we stopped doing that. We decided, well, we'll never rev share again because we just didn't think we were getting treated right. So long short of it, about six or seven years ago, somebody again came up and said, hey, there's this product. It's really cool. It's called Listing Booster. And he wasn't the owner. He was just a user in its very infancy stage. You know, it was completely beta. And we looked at it and I went, wow, that is cool. So he connected us to the owner who had created it, a guy named Kevin Bilberry. He's in Florida. We chatted and we said, hey, man, we want to be a part owner of it. We don't want to do this revisure thing. And he was like, sure. And so we're 50-50 owners and we have been promoting it and selling it ever since. It's done real well. It's had its ups and its downs. Yeah, when it first came out, it blew up and we did really well with it and kind of petered off a little bit. Competition came up, things like that. And it got spread out. People that are interested in these types of products spread out between various different products. But we made some changes recently that we're really happy about and excited about. That's kind of the story of us and getting involved with Listing Booster. 
How would you describe what Listing Booster does in a sentence? Listing Booster allows a loan officer and a real estate agent to co-market and create first-generation internet leads directly to themselves off of their own personal listings. So a lot of loan officers and real estate agents will partner up, say, and and pay for Zillow leads, right? Or Realtor.com leads. That's a little different. You're both throwing some money at something and leads are just coming to you. And then you got to kind of filter through those leads and see if you can make something happen with them. Whereas Listing Booster doesn't work that way. Listing Booster actually uses the actual listing of the listing agent that the loan officers connect. They've got at least an interest in that property in that region. So it's more geographically targeted. Yes. It's this agent's listing, agent and the loan officer working together on it. And the agents typically enjoy it because it's like Zillow's making a gajillion dollars off every listing that's up there. So you've got an agent who worked their butt off to get a listing it winds up on Zillow and now Zillow's making money off that agent's listing, right? By right. selling leads off that agent's listing. And that agent isn't even necessarily getting those leads. It's kind of a screw job. And it surprises me how many agents despise Zillow and uh, don't care them? for them. There's a bunch of agents who don't despise them and use them. And it's simply because most of those agents, in all honesty, they kind of build their whole plan around it where these are agents that are going to spend fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 a month on leads and just crank on those leads. If you're going to make $10,000 a commission out here anyway, and in a lot of spots as a real estate agent, you only need to convert three of them to pay for the marketing. If you're anything above that, you're making more. But there's a lot of agents who don't like it. They don't want to buy the leads. They get listings. They're the listing agents. Listing agents typically aren't buying leads off of Zillow. It's their listings, but they would still like to get leads off their personal listings, right? right? And so that's how Listing Booster helps. As we come in, we go, we can help you get leads straight to you off of your personal listings, you know, to help you sell that house. And that's what we do. And that's kind of the different mindset between the two. And this is a whole nother story, but golly, those agents- your property, it should be your lead, right? Yes. Yeah. You're listing your lead. That's kind of who we are and that kind of a thing. And so it's appealing to them. And yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of what's going on there. Okay. So then in terms of like, how's it changed? Because when we chatted before, you said to me, it was technology primarily. Now you've added another level like high tech plus now high touch. Tell me about this. Yeah. So what we learned over the six or so years that we did it was, is that it's really easy to get, say, a loan originator excited. Usually a loan originator will buy the product and then he can get agents to join into his account, right? his or her account. And so the loan officer's paying for it. It was a $197 a month, $197 a month product. The loan officer could add up to 100 agents. It's easy to get a loan officer to go, that looks good. I should do that. That would be providing value to my agents. I should probably do that. And then a very typical scenario would be they would get it, maybe go through a little training, dabble with it just a teeny bit. But then like most originators, look, I've been in the mortgage industry since January of 1987, okay? I understand what it's like to be an originator. You go to the office fully well-intended to do some marketing, and then you sit down and four hand grenades fall on your lap, okay? And then now you have to deal with that. So I totally get it. And that happened on Listing Booster as well. They get the product, they touch it a little bit, but then they just can't be consistent with it. And it doesn't even take a lot of time, but it's tough for a lot of loan officers. It's tough to be consistent at certain things. It's another thing for them to learn on top of all the other things, right? Yeah. And so we get people to buy it. They keep it for six, eight months, and then they quit. And every time they quit, they'd be like, I like it. It's cool, but I'm just not going to do it. And I just can't get to it. And there's no sense for me to keep paying the 200 bucks. And then COVID hit. We took a big hit on that because when COVID hit, nobody knew what was going on and nobody knew what was going to happen. And everybody 
started dropping overhead. Like we did too. Uh, listen, Mr. We dropped overhead. We got hit up by corporate accounts, you know, hey, postpone, pause. And so we really took a big hit. And it did cause a lot of guys who were in that headspace of, I got this thing. I know it's cool, but I haven't used it in eight months. And maybe now's the time to get rid of it. And so we had big losses. And so we were like, you know what, man, you ever heard the saying, Scott, it's sometimes it's just easier to ride a horse in the direction it's going. Right. You ever ever heard something like that? Yeah, yeah, that's good. (laughs) So we were like, why don't we do this? Why don't we change it up? Become a boutique service where we'll do everything. Okay. As an originator, you pay for the service. That's the value that you bring to the table is you're paying for the service. Mm -hmm. The real estate agents that you connect with and work with, the value they bring to the table is their listings, right? The service doesn't work without their listings. Listings don't get marketed without the service. So it's a 50-50 deal, right? One pays for it. One brings the lead magnets, which are the listings, right? Right. So what we do now is loan officer gets the product, brings in agents. We even help them kind of get the right agents in there brings in agents, and then our team gets cut loose. And what we do is we will boost all the listings for the agents. We do Zillow boosting, Facebook, Craigslist, LinkedIn, Instagram, all that kind of stuff, an initial boost on every listing. And then we do weekly maintenance mode where we're constantly just marketing those listings to primarily Facebook community groups, things like that. And we generate the leads. We do great on lead gen. We generate a bunch of first generation online leads. And those leads go into the system where absolutely we encourage the real estate agents to follow up on them, even the loan officer. But we do have a lead follow-up team how many as well. Of the, so the people that are using the service, how many of them do the follow-up themselves and how many of them get you guys to do it? Because that's, that's You know, we're really good at convincing the agents to at least try and do some follow-up. And the agents are pretty much okay with it because they're hungry. They're ready to go. Understand It's a $10,000 phone call. if they. It know. is. It is. And the agents, you got to understand too, the loan officer right now is paying for the service. He's buried. He's swamped, right? Just trying to keep his head above water with refis and all this other stuff. And just an online lead that comes in probably is not the highest priority to that guy right now, right? But to the agent, and plus the loan officer, if he's got, say, six or seven agents, say we're generating a couple hundred leads a month, two, 300 leads a month to this guy, that's a lot for him to deal with. But each agent may be only getting 20 leads a month or 30 leads a month. That's one or two a day, right? Mm-hmm. So that's easy to follow up on. As far as the agent's concerned, I can call two a day. You know, I'll call right. three a day. And so we've had success with the agents actually calling the leads and getting deals and showing people property and doing all that stuff. But we still have our lead conversion team that calls them all anyway. Right. right. They're calling them all anyway and getting people to say, yeah, have somebody talk to me. And then those are the ones that when we hand it back to the loan officer, they'll typically call those guys because it's like, okay, somebody actually said, yes, call me. Okay. I'll right. call them. And so that's how it works. But We're it's a, pretty it's a, good at calling people that want to hear from us. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. If you know somebody wants to hear from you, fine. But if it's just going to be a, basically a cold call to a lead, they don't really have a lot of time for that or the desire to do that. Right. They know? don't have the stomach for it. Okay. So then- yeah. In terms of like, can you share like an example or a story of how you guys have helped the client recently? So like a success story? We've got tons of that. One of the funnest ones that we had was, we've got a loan officer, he's still with us, of course, who didn't have a lot of agents, right? He had like two or three agents. The good news is they had a few listings apiece. So we had some material to work with, right? We had some listings to work with to do some lead gen, but this guy needed to get more agents. And so one of the things that we do for our originators is, is if we can see that they're kind of light on agents is 
when we're talking to the real estate agents, because we become like a realtor liaison to where we're actually talking to these agents two or three times a week on behalf of the loan officer. So the loan officer, we're like an assistant that's like, how you doing? And we're always asking for a referral. Like anytime we talk to the agent before we hang up, we say, hey, before we go, you know, is anything Scott can help you with today? Any prequals or pre-approvals that Scott can help you with today? We constantly ask for referrals. So right. what we also do is if we find that there's short on agents, is we ask the agent, and the agents love us. Once the agents get to know us, they're like, we're best pals, right? So yeah. we also do is for short on agents for the loan officers will say, hey, are there any other agents in your office who might want to do this? And that way we can help add an agent or two to this particular loan officer account. And so just one of our cool stories was, is one of our gals, our callers, is talking to the agent, asked, is there anybody else in the office who might be interested in doing this? The agent said, yeah, in fact, he's right over here, winds up getting him on the phone talks to him, explains the whole thing, goes, absolutely, sign me up. She passes it to our other team member who gets the agent, gets them figured out, signed up, synchronized into the system, right? His listings start populating into the system. Well, now when these listings come in, the loan officer is getting notified via email. You got a new listing. You got a new listing. You got a new listing. I don't even know who this real And he sees the agent like, this isn't one of my agents, but he knows who that agent is. So now he's calling us at this point going, hey, what's going on? I'm getting these listings from Bob. I know Bob, but I'm not. And we're like, oh, no, we took care of all that. We got that all. Bob's in, man. He loves you now, too. He wants to work with you. He got a referral from Bob that day just because Bob was like, well, I happen to have a referral right now. This all sounds great. Maybe this guy can help me out. So we got a referral for him that day. So that was kind of a fun success story. Things like that happen all the time. I mean, just all the time because we're constantly talking to them. That's right. the, doing that's the, thing the key. That they, they should be doing, but they're not doing. Which is, but you and, also have a And they can't. I mean, I get it. They can, but they can't. Yeah, we take care of that. So what would be the reason that they're calling? So elites, when they're calling these agents, realtors, two or three times a week, are they calling about the listing? Are they calling about the leads? What is the reason? So when we call the agents, every time there's a new listing, brand new, we immediately call that agent and say, congratulations. So great. You got a listing and they love to hear that. Then on that call, we say, hey, can Scott help with the seller? Does the seller need any help? Because the seller is always your first lead. I mean, he's typically buying to go somewhere else. So we try to get the seller over there. Then we let the agent know, okay, well, we're going to do all the things we normally do. We're going to Zillow boost it, marketplace, community groups, Craigslist, Instagram, send you a flyer. We're going to get all that done right away. And they're like, super grateful. Like, great. Thanks. Really appreciate that. And then before we hang up, we go, Hey, before we go, anything else Scott can help you with today? Any pre-quals or pre-approvals Scott could help you with today? So that's our one point of contact is on a new listing. Then we have our maintenance posters who are posting into Facebook community groups consistently, right? So at least once a week, they're going to get a listing posted into a Facebook community group. And the person at our office who posts that will call the agent and say, Hey, just want to let you know, call on behalf of Scott. We just want to let you know, we did post 123 Main Street into a couple of community groups for you today. So be on the lookout for some lead activity. You might get some. We just want to let you know we did that for you today. Okay. Yeah. And then the agent goes, great. Thanks. I really appreciate it. And they go, no problem. Before we let you go, anything Scott can help you with today? Any pre-quals or pre-approvals? Yes or no. Right. Right. And then what we do is, is as we see leads come in, right? Another person from our team usually calls and says, hey, just wanted to see if you got those leads. Make sure that they came into your account or you got emails. And just remind you, it's really good if you would give those guys a call really quick just to see if you can get something out of it. So you just want to make sure you got those leads and the agent will say yes or no and we'll have that conversation. But before we hang up, we always, of course, say, great. Hey, before we let you go, anything Scott can help you with. And our callers are really kind of leaning on, as we become friends, you know, we're always asking for the referral. Kind of start to lean into them a little bit. Hey, man. 
it really helps me over here on my end doing this work for Scott. Is there anyone coming up you think you might be able to help? Or I'd really appreciate it if I could send a right. referral. And guilt is a very powerful sales tactic. Or reciprocity it's, because you're giving. Yes, like it's, it's, it is reciprocity. You know what I mean? And you're just reminding them, hey, we're doing all this. It'd be really great if you happen to have somebody to send them over. And of course, they're feeling like, oh gosh, yeah, I got to get somebody over there. And so that's basically, in a nutshell, how it all works. We become like a realtor liaison. And then when you're boosting them, are you running ads as well? For the- no, we're not doing any paid ads. We'll just pretty much post into free places, community groups, things like that. We have good results with it. So yeah, we don't really need to pay any ads or anything like that. Right, right. Okay, yeah. awesome. So what's next? Where do you think this service is going to go? I'm not sure, but apparently there's something coming. I say that because, well, one thing that we did just release is the ability to, like I said, if you, a lot of times we find we got agents, so their listing sold, right? And they only had right. one. And now they're like, I don't have anything. So what we have now is we have a way in the system where like we can actually share the listings of other agents in their office if it's okay, where they can market other listings. So we've got that, which has been a big hit. That just rolled out like last week. And apparently there's something else that Kevin, the guy who created Listing Booster, our partner, something else that he says he's got right around the corner that's just going to blow everything away. And we're like, okay, but he doesn't want to tell us because it's too too cool. Yeah, it's too cool. So we're like, whatever, that's fine. The other thing too, Listing Booster, that is really neat that I think is worth noting though, is the property search channel. Are you familiar with Keyboom? No. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about this. So Keyboom. So what we did is, is we went, this is a few years back too. Kevin was on Roku. You're familiar with Roku, Amazon Mm -hmm. Fire Stick, Apple TV, streaming device, Netflix is on there and all that stuff. So he's on Roku and he's looking around and then he goes, oh, you could search channels. So he's searching channels. Oh, there's categories. And he's looking at categories and there's like all these crazy, stupid video shows on Roku. He's like, these are just people on Roku. Well, long short of it, he goes, we could do a property search channel. And we did. We created it. We're the only one of its kind in the world. It's very cool. It's called Keyboom, K-E-Y-B-O-O-M. If you've got a Roku or an Apple or an Amazon, Roku is the preferred method. But if you go to channel search, start typing real estate, you get to R-E-A, we're number one. Or you can type in Keyboom, add the channel for free, and you're searching for listings across the country on your television, on your big screen TV. iHeartRadio caught wind of us and said, boy, that's a cool channel. It'd be neat if you could play music. We're like, we would love to do that. So we're connected to iHeartRadio as well. So as you're a consumer, as you're searching for listings on your TV from your couch with your family, it's super fun to do. You could be listening to your favorite music. But the nice thing about it is, is listing booster real estate agents, all of their listings not only get onto the channel, they go to the front of the property search, which means they'll be like the first listing that shows up if somebody a consumer winds up in that area looking for properties. And all of their contact information, of course, is on there. You're listing your lead through the TV channel as well. And they get a piece of marketing material in their listing booster account that says, list with me and I'm going to get your home on TV. So if they're in a situation where they're competing for a listing, they can pull that bullet out of their pocket. It's sort of like YouTube early stages. You guys got in there in this whole stream on the beginning end of it. Yeah, we're the only one, man. And it's awesome. I don't even know how many users we have. Probably about a half a million right now, but it grows by about 2,000 a month on Roku alone. I don't know what's on Amazon or Apple, but it just grows and grows and grows all on its own. No advertising. People just find it and add it. And yeah, so it's cool. Dude, man. Awesome. I love it. Okay. So any last things I should have asked your questions? Any final thoughts before we wrap up? 
I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I can't think of anything that strikes me because we're talking Where do mortgage. people find you? Okay, so this is probably important. Like, we don't say, oh, this yeah. is a great thing. I don't know where the heck do I, where do they go to find this? The nationalrealestatepost.com is where you see our daily show. I would recommend just getting the app. We have a National Real Estate Post app. It's in Apple or in Android, both the stores. You just search National Real Estate Post. And the app is nice because you don't have to contend with email. We've got a couple hundred thousand email subscribers. And when you email those guys more than once a day, email's the bane of our existence. It always has been. We get caught up in all kinds of crazy spam filters. And even though we've been doing it for 13 years, and let me tell you, our domain is, they call that being a warmed up domain. Like It's warm. Yeah, it's super warm. We still get people saying, man, I was getting it every day and now all of a sudden it just stopped. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Use a different email or better yet, we decided just get a mobile app. So we got a mobile app. You never miss anything. Push notification comes through. Click it. There's the show. I mean, it's just so much simpler. So I would do that. And as far as Listing Booster goes, it's just listingbooster.com. Listingbooster.com. Check it out. Yeah, that's awesome, man. There's a button you can push where we can have a conversation with you about it. Right. Okay. And last question on this, is it geographically restricted in any way? Like do you um, have a certain number of agents in a market? No, not at all. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Okay, I was just curious yeah. about that. All right. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, Frank, I really appreciate your time, man. And thanks for spending some time with us. Check out listingbooster.com. Check out National Real Estate Post. Your guys' videos are funny. They're quick to the point. And I think they're well done. So thanks, brother. Yeah, hey, man. It's my pleasure, Scott. And good talking to you. And I hope we talk again soon.